This is the Ag Engineering Podcast that rolls right into the details on tools, tips, and techniques that improve you, your farm, and our world. I'm your host, Andy Chamberlain from the University of Vermont Extension, and this podcast is sponsored by Northeast SARE. Thanks for listening. This episode comes to you from Westminster, West Vermont, where I visit with Howard Prusak of High Meadows Farm. He grows on six acres in the climate zone 5 and his gross sales are around $350,000. This next episode talks about some new equipment on his farm, following up to the last episode that we talked about some of the old equipment. So we're continuing on the conversation as we walk around Howard's farm. Thanks for joining us, and let's jump into this episode. This greenhouse, this is all bottom heat, rolling benches. We have that in all the houses. Haven't done our final cleanup yet for the year. You can see all the oh yeah, all the heating tubes and there are header pipes. And then these roll. So what this allowed us to do is that you get like a third more bench space per greenhouse when you have no wasted space. So you know, then you could get in and. So it's not great for a retail greenhouse, but for a production greenhouse, rolling benches are great. Right. Because you get it, it's all about bench space, you know. Um, What's the size of this tunnel? Uh, this is 100 by, I think this is 40. Yeah. This was a, this was a pretty big frame. Hanwha, all the houses are Hanwha. Um, I, I never have to lose sleep during a blizzard with a Harnois. They don't collapse, <laughs> that's, you know. Yeah, they're, they're in a different ball game. They are, they, you know, they're, they're made in Canada. I always say, well, they know all about snow. Yeah. And we've never had one even threaten to collapse. And the way the, the sides are designed, I mean, the snow just goes off. It, it'll build up. We'll have snow build up halfway through, but it, it doesn't matter. And I love, you know, the automatic venting is great. And we're using it to paint parts of the house. <laughs> so it's a great utility. Other benefits? Yeah, there's lots of things to use greenhouses for. We've been developing our water system. That's the other key was having water for irrigation. And we've spent a bunch of years developing uh, a spring that we own up the road, and then a well in the field, and a well here at the greenhouse. And we're always pumping or gravity feeding into our tanks um, for irrigation use throughout the farm. So we've got these tanks here. So the water flows down from other tanks up there that are filled by a spring, all by gravity down to here. And then from here we use this pump and we could pump it to all the greenhouses hmm. and to the fields. And then there's another uh, developed spring out in the field with a tank buried in the ground and that's just filled from groundwater. And then, but it's automatically pumped up to here. So we have plenty of water. Uh, so irrigate, you know, this year we didn't need any irrigation hardly, but most years, um, actually, I mean, the year started out, I was pumping water in June. It was very dry. Yeah, June was wicked. I dry. mean, it was dry until it wasn't dry. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, 
but um, yeah, this was a, a response to a drought like 15 years ago that I lost like all my winter squash. It just never rained. We were just in a severe drought. So um, gotta have gotta have water. And then we're hooking these. This is like a new thing that we're working on um, to fill these from our deep well. Um, in the off season when we're not doing gravity flow from the mm -hmm. spring, so this is more seasonal, so uh, we'll have plenty of water here. And there's a stainless steel mm. Italian pump that's already hanging in there. But my plumbers kind of, I don't know, went on extended vacation <laughs> and I, I haven't seen them. Yeah, I got this pretty amazing pump, but I can't pull it out right now. But so hopefully he'll get it done before winter. Yeah. Yeah, we've evolved starting from wooden apple crates to bulk bins. It's funny how things have really evolved over the, from when I started. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, there's my couple of new toys too. My rotavator I bought last year to replace my original Howard rotavator that I had for like 48 years. So it was sad to see the Howard go. Um, but it was still working. 47 years of, <laughs> of, you know, chewing up rocks and boulders up here. Um, I sold it to a friend. But I wanted a wider one, and I should have gotten even a wider one than this. So I'm learning to live with it. This is 70 inches, and it's a real beast. I mm -hmm. mean, it's really nice. It is, again, it's quietness because all the... <laughs> Everything's new, you know, all the gears are new. <laughs> They're actually meshing well and um, very heavy duty. Although I, it still chew up a rock that it stalled the other day. It'll hit some immovable thing mm -hmm. and it just, you know, stalls the tractor out. And I find it, another, another boulder to- Pry it out. To, well, it, it does loosen them, so I do get them out. <laughs> but yeah, no, I re and the price on this was awesome. It was like, I don't know, about $4,000. I mean, just for the steel alone, it's like... Yeah, uh, really? It, it was a, it's like you couldn't say no. I was at one of the, the New England Vegetable Show, and there, you know, and Jake said, yeah, look at the tiller. It's like, you know, four grand. It's like, what? It's like, <laughs> you know, it's one of those marvels. It's like... You know, you look at it and it's like really heavy duty. Yeah. You know, there's no nothing chintzy on it. So I, I ordered through the dealer over there in New Hampshire. And uh, I get one of those things again. I ordered it early and I, I lucked out because then you couldn't get them. India, made in India. I never really, I've seen the name Sundown, but I've never really seen any of their equipment. Yeah, they make a, a nice line of various things like a perfecter type of yeah you know thing and discs and this and that and yeah obviously they're not making it they're just slapping their name on it right right um but they've got the contract for it and they you know they're bringing it in and yeah it seems very heavy like duty. a heavy duty machine <laughs> it's really it seems really heavy duty i mean heavier duty than the you know, I looked at like the cheaper stuff that mass market tractor tillers like King Cutter and, and cheaper tillers. And it's just, again, not worth it because you'll be in the field. On my conditions, cheap doesn't work long term. 
You throw a stone and it dents it all up. Right. Yeah. No, or you this, bend a bend a hitch point. Stuff. Yes. Th this is not going to bend very easily. <laughs> I mean, everything just seems really heavy duty. And they even they give you a toolkit, which it's just like a little perk. A heavy. dry glove holder. I guess. That's what we use sometimes. <laughs> Actually, I thought it was like for the thermos. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess you could use it for yeah. that. Water um, bottle holder. But, you know, it's kind of even got that bag branded shark demand. <laughs> In India, that's probably an impressive yeah. kind of thing. But, yeah, I've never regretted buying anything new. My trucks that I've used for my business, I mostly bought new because my business depends on deliveries. And yep. In the springtime, the truck goes out, it could be $10,000 worth of plants on it. And you really don't want it breaking down in Hartford, you know, yeah. and, and missing deliveries. Um, if you want reliability, you got to yeah. pay for it up front. Again, what's the job? Get it, you know, get the tool to uh, get the job done. Yeah. So um, this was a leap when I bought this, a flat filler. Yeah. And uh, I don't know where the, oh, there's the conveyor belt. And it was funny, you know, we used to, I used to mix, started mixing dirt by hand. And then we got an old version of this, which I guess I did sell it, that I bought from another grower. And then I outgrew that. And then I heard about this. And I always kept on pushing us to get, you know, more mod and more mod and faster, better, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I didn't regret it. What's a filler like this cost? When I bought this, it was twenty grand. Wow. Twenty-one thousand, and I bet it's ten, twelve years ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it goes for. Maybe twenty-two, twenty-four yeah. thousand. Say, I don't know. Yeah, Have you I, really needed to do anything to it, or is it? No, good? nothing. <laughs> Lives in here in the, it, in the sunshine. I, I, yeah. Well, I guess I have broken a paddle or two. Yeah. Um, if I start it up in the spring and it hasn't defrosted yet, <laughs> like that, that'll do it. So it's, Clink. you know, I, I have broken a couple of the paddles off and again, a, a friend will come to the rescue. So these things, and actually I guess the last one that broke, it actually rusted through. Hmm. So, oh yeah, you can see he made a, an improved repair job put a reinforcement on so the trick is to empty it for the winter so the stuff isn't sitting there yeah rusting if only I could remember to and do then it. it's not a block when you're ready to use it right so I will try to do it <laughs> yeah it's on my list because we're gonna get done harvesting early I'm gonna be able to get more maintenance done I would think that this is one of those tools that pays for itself really fast. I think it with did. With the labor. Yeah, I think it did. I know I showed it once to uh, Julia, Julie from uh, Red Wagon. She came down to look yep. at it and she wound up buying one. <laughs> it's like one of those things, you know, once uh, growers start showing it to each other and they go, yeah, I got to get that, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, if filling pots is what you're doing for a living, then. Yeah. Yeah. And what's great is that people enjoy working on a production line. That's, yeah. that's the weird thing. They really do. Um, they really do like what having smooth you know, systems. They do. 
they do. It's, it gets back to work conditions. So and the other thing about these bigger, these greenhouses, the, work, the working conditions are nice in, in a bigger greenhouse. So you're not in a small tunnel and, yeah. and you know, it just feels expansive. Every time I put up a bigger greenhouse, it always, wow, this is, it's always nice working in them. And this is even wider. I think this is 45 feet wide. So this is the widest one we have. And I really, the one mistake I did is like, I thought I was being clever. I, on the other greenhouses, I got the 12 foot doors and I said, oh, you know, it was a waste of air. Like every time I opened it. So we, you know, we sort of made them smaller. Yeah. So on this house, I said, well, just I'll get the short doors. Well, now I regret it because I can't get like the tractors in, mm. you know, uh, into that. So I'm going to change it. I, I can, I'm going to be able to, I could pick up the doors. I could move the, uh, the steel. We could raise it up and then just do extensions on the doors. Yeah. So that's not going to be a hard, a hard fix. But I, I love the big, the, the height in here and the width, it just made it so easy to work in here. Pleasant. Very pleasant. Yeah. I mean, so you, where you do your exercise too? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the grandkids, my wife loves working out. What I saw in this greenhouse was a full size trampoline. So during the, in the spring, we took it out and then we put it back in. <laughs> like you said, fun work environment. Yeah. Sunny, dry. It's a great, in the winter, I, the greenhouses just, it's great. The grandkids come and they could play in here. And I would build, if I was like start, build, I, I would set up a, a house in, in a greenhouse, like yeah. a mini house. And you set it up in the greenhouse and you're in a different climate zone. <laughs> you can have a garden, you know? Yeah. It's kind of a cool thing. Pop up a big structure like this and yeah, you could. You could live in it. K kitchen garden to a new level. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and square footage wise, yeah. they're, so, they're so much cheaper than a, a stick structure. I don't think I'm gonna be building any more big greenhouses. Um, I, I don't, I'm not sure what I'm gonna be doing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look at getting, you know, we did well with hemp. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look at the cannabis thing mm. and, and see. What's uh, involved to get into yeah, it. You know. I keep on hearing it's supposed to be going to be small farmer friendly, but I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see, you know. We'll, we'll see what it... We'll background checks and fees and regulations up the wazoo yeah, and tested by other people. And It's not, so, I'm, you know, I'm not worried about any of that. Yeah. What it is is like, what's the market going to be? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I'm not going to grow anything before I know there's a market. Right. And where am I going to be allowed to sell it? Like, can I sell it at the farmer's market? <laughs> like I do my hemp, I right. sell hemp there, you know? Right. And we hang fresh hemp trees there. And it's great, we're the only one there doing it. Yep. And the tourists love it, ah. you know? They just love that, you know, oh, this is so Vermont, you know, <laughs> we're, we're selling pre-rolled joints and, and all that, and they just love it. Gets people of all kinds excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't smoke. Yeah. But, you know, I don't drink either, but I, to me, it's, you know, I'm in business to make a living. That's what we do. Yeah. So uh, if it's legal, we're going to do it. <laughs> this was, I used to uh, feed heifers in here. 
when it, when I bought before I bought the farm, I worked here. Oh. So this barn, I have a whole history here. And then we converted this into this, the washroom. This was just a very dark, cold corner of the barn. Heifers were tied up. And um, one day I stuck my head out the window and I realized, hey, it's sunny and there's the sun, but it's cold and dark here. So we ripped all this off and replaced it with polycarbonate and put our wash set up here. Made a solarium. Yeah. Yeah, no, again, it's a nice work environment. Natural light, bright, right. even on a cloudy day, it's right. nice natural light. Right, right. Yeah, and it never gets that hot because it gets diffused. Right. So. And you've got a lot of the cool thermal mass of the barn, I imagine, too. Just the concrete, everything helps keep it cooler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It never gets really hot in here. Um, not that that matters so much uh, for us, um, but it's a good work environment. My master control of an office, there's like my to-do list board and, yeah. and, and it works. People like check it out, I'll constantly be throwing things up and crossing them off. So it's, it's kind of nice. I've got Dartmouth students coming for three days, three students that are gonna live here. Mm. <laughs> Who stays in the tent down in the field? Oh, that's just my theft prevention system. <laughs> to keep people from- Make it like a scarecrow? It, it is, <laughs> and I have, uh, I had a solar light that lights yeah. up in there. Oh, that's genius. And then I put a radio on, <laughs> and you go there on a dark night, and you don't want to go near that thing. <laughs> Because you're hearing voices, because it's on talk radio, oh, it's yeah. lit up, yep. and you go, you know what the f**k's in that thing? <laughs> so, because we got ripped off, somebody stole a bunch of hemp, mm. and then I said, oops, so I put that on, and we had no more trouble. Hmm. So, <laughs> Interesting. That's, yeah. that's, I would have never thought of that. That's great. Low cost. Yep. Easy to set up, easy mm -hmm. to take down, doesn't look strange. Right, and no one wants to go over and poke it to see if anyone's in it. You know? <laughs> No, they, they'll poke. stay away. Yeah. yeah, they do. They stay away. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If I can ask you or direct you to do one thing, that is to go to the website for this podcast, agengpodcast.com. That's A-G-E-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. There you'll find the show notes, you'll find links to the farmer who we chatted with today, as well as photos or videos uh, from the call when I visited the farm. If you've got some feedback to share, my contact information's on there, or you can leave me a voicemail, and you can do that right from the link in the description in the mobile app you're listening to this to, so go ahead and do that. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great day.